G'day. You're listening to The Misadventures of Bo Hogart and the Brilliant Blue-Eyed Woman. My name's Vic Plume.com. Chapter 22. The Mumblin' Columbian. Enjoy. Last time on The Misadventures of Bo Hogart and the Brilliant Blue-Eyed Woman. Numbness took over her entirety as her brain released the necessary chemicals to enable her to slice Slick's windpipe. As Blues Breathe Easy bled from the music box, a calm and focused Amy took three deliberate steps forward and stood directly over his exposed neck. She raised the knife up high and with all her might, Slick opened his eyes. Looking up in calm bewilderment, he asked, Amy, why are you standing over me holding a carving knife? With the knife still raised above Slick's head, Amy motioned its point in the direction of Lena's walk-in prison, whispering with horrified urgency, Over there is Slick, in Lena's closet. I heard drills. I think people are trying to break her out. That's why I've got the knife. I was in the kitchen, and I heard drills and jackhammers coming from the back bedroom. I think they've kidnapped Lena. Slick leapt off the bed, entered the code into the floor safe, and retrieved his pistol. Keys! Where's my fucking keys? He shouted in a whisper, frantically feeling around his neck. Amy leaned over the bed, pretending to rummage under his crumpled shirt, pulling out his keys already in her hand. They must have come off with your shirt, she said, grasping for a good reason. Slick snatched the keys and they ran back to the bedroom. He unlocked the bedroom door and grabbed Amy, using her as a shield, throwing one arm around her neck and his pistol around her waist. Kick it, he ordered. Amy kicked the bedroom door open. On seeing no one there, Slick pushed her toward the closet door and took cover to the side of the closet entrance. Punch in the cold. What is it? One, two, three, four. That'd be right, Amy thought, swapping the knife from right hand to left and then punching in the code. Open it, he commanded. Amy pulled the door open and immediately ran back, feigning fear of men who might be inside the closet, ultimately waiting for an opportunity to stab Slick. Slick stuck his pistol around the door and into the closet. Don't move or you're fucking dead. Lena, lying low on the floor, immediately broke into an Oscar-winning performance of a sobbing Dickensian lunatic. Please, Slick, don't leave me in here. I think they're Colombians. I heard them speaking Spanish through the wall. I heard machinery. Please don't let them take me, Slick. Slick moved his head cautiously around the corner to join his pistol in the closet, where it waited bravely for his arrival. What the fuck is going on? He spat, waving his gun in everyone's general direction. Maybe they heard us and left, Amy said. Lena continued her distressed act. They've got machinery. They made a lot of noise and then it stopped. I think they were nearly through the wall! Goddamn fucking specs! Slick snarled, too shocked and scared to make a decision as to what to do next. I knew I heard something, Amy said. I don't suppose we can leave the trillion dollar bitch in here now, can we, Slick? Should we handcuff her in another room and check outside? Fucking Colombians, he growled, frightened, dysfunctional, staring into the closet at Lena, who was sobbing, feigning fear of imaginary mercenaries. Amy needed to get Lena into the kitchen fast. They couldn't afford to have Slick standing around thinking, or he might start to see flaws in their tale of woe. She contemplated slapping him, but his scrambled ego would surely crack, especially if she slapped him in front of Lena. It was now or never. 
Gripping the knife firmly, Amy walked quietly towards Slick's back, but as she approached, he turned to face her, forcing her to change her path and move beside him. Shut the fuck up, you moaning bitch! Amy growled, pointing the knife at Lena. Slick continued his Colombian grumble. Goddamn fucking dirty beaners, this is bad! You're right, Slick, Amy said. Those Colombians are bad, and I agree, we can't afford to leave her in here or they could steal your trillion dollars. This seemed to kick Slick out of his fear-fueled coma, but then he stopped mumbling and began scratching his head. Please, Slick, they're trying to kidnap me. Lena ranted, standing upright on her knees and holding her cuffed hands in front of her face like a praying beggar. I'm sorry, Slick. I'll be good from now on. Please don't let them take me. Amy jumped in immediately. Slick, should we cuff the bitch to the kitchen bench railing and then check outside the house? Please don't leave me in here, Slick. I heard machinery. Please, Slick. Slick's face began showing signs of skepticism. The kitchen bench, Slick. Amy urged. We should lock her onto the kitchen bench now. Slick looked suspiciously at Lena and Amy and began stroking his chin. Lena's survival instincts immediately kicked up a notch and with widened eyes she hissed four very well-chosen words. Did you hear that? She jerked her head around like a nervy cat in a garden on a windy night and then froze. Can you hear it? Listen, it's ticking. She waited three seconds and burst from a hissing whisper into a soaring scream. Oh my god, they've planted a fucking bomb! Slick's reptilian brain immediately engaged, sending him running from the bedroom and into the relative safety of the hallway. Move her into the goddamn kitchen! Get up, slut! Amy ordered, threatening Lena with the knife, urging her forward. You're getting cuffed to the kitchen bench, so you can't cause any trouble. Lena stood but remained hunched over, attempting to give the impression she was a broken individual and absolutely no threat. Moving forward, they made their way out of the bedroom and up the hallway, Slick and his pistol following at a safe distance. Walking through the kitchen door, they approached the bench. Locking her to the railing's a good idea, Slick, Amy said, turning to find him standing ten feet away, pistol in hand, his face caked with cynicism. So, lock her onto the fucking bench then! His keychain and cuffs hit Amy in the chest. Amy put the knife on the bench and began searching for Slick's handcuff key. Lena remained hunched over, parallel to the bench, staring at the floor, continuing to distract Slick with her Oscar-winning performance, this time mumbling maniacally in Colombian Spanish. A la bomba! A la bomba! What the fuck is she ranting about? He snarled, violently pulling the music box's plug from the wall. It's Spanish. She heard the Colombian say something about a bomb. Yeah, Slick said. No fucking bombs going off yet. He was obviously doubtful, but they continued their tack. Struggling to fit the key into the cuffs, Amy growled at Lena. Lift your fucking hands, bitch. Amy's mind was revving at a million miles per second, her heart beating like it was about to exit her chest. Slick, that bomb could go off any time. Yeah? Well, I'm about to go outside and have a look. Do you want me to come with you, or should I stay here with her? Slick scoffed. <laughs> You stupid fucking whore. You'll be watching the back of a locked door. His anger was intensifying from not knowing if he was being played by them, and another fire-fueled tornado was growing in his eye. Hurry up and cough to the fucking railing! While Lena kept up her Colombian mumbles, Amy finally managed to unlock one of Lena's cuffs and feed it over the railing, locking it back onto Lena's wrist. Tighter, you stupid bitch! roared the infuriated kidnapper, noticing Lena's loose cuff. I was just about to tighten it, Amy said, feigning offence and squashing the handcuff tight. 
Give me the goddamn keys. Amy threw back his keychain. Turn around, face the oven. He checked Lena's cuffs. Good. He directed Amy out of the kitchen, down the hallway, and into Lena's putrid cell. I'll be back. But what about the bomb? Amy begged, standing inside the cell like an abandoned puppy dog. You'd better pray there's a fucking bomb. Because if I find there's no Colombians outside and no attempt at breaking through this wall, you and me are gonna go 15 rounds and by the time I'm finished with you, you need a team of plastic surgeons just to put on your lipstick, girl. Slick slammed the cell door, automatically locking it. He walked out of the bedroom and up the hallway, stopping to check on Lena, still hunched over, jabbering unintelligible Colombian bomb threats. You had better be pretending you've joined the cuckoo club, Lena, because if you've really cracked your egg, you're gonna be worthless to any buyers, and that's gonna make me very unhappy. Slick moved along the hallway, checking his pistol as he walked. He stuck his head out the front doorway, scanned the immediate area, and made his way onto the porch. He closed the door, automatically locking it behind him, and crept down the front steps, moving quickly around the perimeter of the house, cautiously stopping at every conceivable place where a conniving Colombian might be hiding. Fucking bomb. Fucking bullshit. He mumbled, beginning to seethe while walking along the front of the house toward the porch steps. Those whores have been conspiring. That must be why I feel so dopey. That slut spiked my beer and took my keys. That's why they weren't around my fucking neck when I woke. As a smouldering slick ran up the front steps, his troll-like ego sang him a little song. You're a fool, you are their tool, their tale it was a phony. Congratulations, you've been punked and swallowed hot baloney. By the time Slick entered the code into the front door, steam was blasting out of his hear holes. Flinging the door open, he burst into the prison house. You fucking lying whores! He roared, storming down the hallway. On entering the kitchen, he charged at Lena, who was still hunched over the bench mumbling, a sequel a bomba, a sequel a bomba, shut your phony fucking mouth, he thundered, raising his gun high above her head, Lena's petrified eyes looked up into Slick's enraged eyeball, but as his gun swung powerfully down, Lena's hands rose freely from the railing, driving Amy's knife deep inside his gut, leaving its prickly point permanently parked in the greasy swine's spine, Slick's eye opened wide and his mouth gave a gargantuan gizzard gutting grunt, his weakened strike still containing enough impact to send her flying through the kitchen barstools and onto the tiled floor. You fucking bitch! He groaned, aiming his pistol at her. Lena spread out over the floor like an upside-down spider about to be struck with a newspaper. But as Slick began squeezing the trigger, he caught movement to his left. And before he could scream ouch, Amy stepped in and swung down a full bottle of beer, shattering his pistol-wielding wrist and deflecting the ill-intended bullet out the kitchen window and through the neighbor's wall, instantly shattering the bowl of cornflakes he was holding as he watched Saving Private Ryan on his new 3D TV, that professed with visuals so real you'll think you're actually there. As Slick's pistol hit the floor, another bullet exploded from it, seriously shattering Slick's kneecap. Lena died for the spinning pistol, but when Slick dropped hard onto his knees, it became obvious the only thing he'd be diving for in a hurry would be an entry form for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. His hands dangling by his side, Slick looked down in horror at the knife handle protruding from his gut. Lena stood and aimed the retrieved pistol at his head. Amy stood to his left, horrified at the growing pool of blood on the tiles beneath him. He looks a lot less unlikable with a knife sticking out of him, Lena said through gritted teeth. You fucking troll! 
douche, slut. Slick moaned, swaying back and forth on what was left of his knees. Come on, darling, where's your sense of humour? Lena mocked. How about giving us one of your slick Elvis lip movements? Go fuck yourself, you scientific slut. Come on, sweet lips. Lena said, leaning forward and grabbing his gut's handy knife handle, twisting it left, then right. Do your Elvis lip impression now. Do it for your poor dead mama. Slick involuntarily complied and then some. Amy's face turned whiter than a red-headed ghost and she hoped Lena would soon put him out of his misery. Very good, Lena said, removing her hand from the knife handle. But you can't leave without giving us one of your Elvis songs. Sing your own songs. Bitch. Slick groaned, blood running down his trousers and onto the floor. Lena grabbed the knife's handle again, this time twisting it like she was revving a motorbike throttle. Slick immediately changed his tune and started singing an unrecognisable version of Elvis Presley's Don't Be Cruel in the key of V sharp. Oh, Lena! Amy cried, horrified. What the hell are you doing? Just shoot him in the head and let's be done with it. Sure, Lena said, letting go of the knife and aiming the pistol at his head. Oh, wait! God! Please, give me a chance to apologize. Lena pressed the gun barrel to his forehead. Okay then, lover. Fire away. Or I will. Slick was hanging on for dear life. Okay, guys. Obviously, I did the wrong thing. He paused and winced. And I I just want to say that I sincerely regret it. Amy couldn't help pitying him. She figured even though Slick was an asshole, he was still a living entity worthy of forgiveness, and as he groaned out his apology, a tear rolled down her cheek. Lena remained cold, keeping the gun's barrel against Slick's forehead. I'm serious, and I'm sincerely sorry I didn't do this sooner, he said, pulling his cell phone from his pocket and bursting into maniacal laughter as Amy's necklace began emitting a deathly high-pitched squeal. Lena snatched the cell phone from Slick's hand, the knife from his gut, and the smile from his face. Where's the soda cans? She screamed, sliding the pistol onto the kitchen bench and racing to the trash can. There's only full ones. Amy yelled, racing to the pantry and throwing a can to Lena. Lena slammed the can onto the kitchen bench and stabbed it with the bloody knife. Gas-fueled, sugary shite spraying in every direction. With few precious seconds remaining, Lena sliced the can like a professional fish gutter, producing two sheets of flattened aluminium. Hold still, she said, hurriedly sliding and folding the sheets between Amy's neck and the necklace. As the wailing warning tone ended, the sound of deadly dark striking aluminium filled the air. I hope that's not blood I'm feeling running down my neck, Amy said, standing stiffly. No, darling, Lena said, flushing the area with a glass of water. That's the feeling of freedom. Lena and Amy collapsed into each other, hugging, crying and laughing. Thanks for everything, Leans. Sorry I stalled with cutting his throat. It doesn't matter, Ames. Thanks to you, we're alive. If you hadn't snuck the handcuff key off the keychain when you were locking me to the railing, I know he would have killed me. And you'd have probably been left for dead inside the moron's coded closet 1234. So thanks, darling. I love you, Leans. And I love you too. Their beautiful moment was broken by a gurgling sound. Slick had fallen onto his side into the deep end of his own pool of blood. Now facing Lena and Amy, his good eye half open, he was trying to speak through bursting bubbles of blood appearing and popping from his mouth. What's that, Slick? Lena asked, feigning sympathy. He raised his voice, spitting out his venom along with his blood. I said get a fucking room, you dark whores! Lena and Amy looked at each other and then back at the pathetic human puddle. 
He really is incorrigible, isn't he, Leans? He certainly is, Ames. I can already see the words on his tombstone. Here lies Slick, a real dick, to the very end. Slick coughed out a chain of bloodied bubbles, causing his cheek to slide over the tiles through his own red and sticky, icky life source. You must be proud of me, Slick, Lena said, hands on hips looking down. It looks like I somehow managed to stab you in the gut and a lung. Fuck you! He gurgled between a couple of collapsed coughs. You stupid horrors are as good as dead. I haven't checked in with my boss. So there'll be wolves swarming all over this place before you can finish tongue-kissing each other. Well, Lena said, at least we're walking and not sliding all over the tiles like a silverback slug. Lena picked up the carving knife from the bench and began performing an impression of a sickly sweet cooking show host. You know, Amy, these knives are absolutely amazing for carving, but they don't seem to be any good for killing pigs. Well, Amy said, sounding just as syrupy, your comments could be seen as an insult to pigs and to a very worthy knife. But the fact is, this creature is not a pig. It's a slimy slick slug. And the secret to killing a slimy slick slug is to stun it before carving. Amy picked up Slick's pistol and stood over him. It would be nice to let you suffer for as long as possible, Slick. But the fact is, you're even more painful when you're dying. You wouldn't have the fucking balls, you cunt. That's right, Slick. Good boy. I'm a woman, and women have cunts. See, Slick? You're not totally stupid. Amy cocked the pistol and aimed it directly at his greasy head. What are you doing? He moaned, obviously unwilling to meet his maker. I'm going to do something I guarantee your mama never did. But you should have, Slick. But I can't be killed by a woman. Well then, you've got nothing to worry about, have you? Good night, prick. Amy squeezed the trigger, sending Slick back from whence he came. A black hole full of negative energy situated in a dirty crack up the arse end of the universe. Lena knelt down and took what was once Slick's cell phone and wallet. You okay, darling? I'm fine. Amy replied, blowing smoke from the gun barrel. I know I didn't have to shoot him, Leans, but he was going to die anyway. And why let him spoil our reunion? Besides, we need to figure out what we're doing, and without any more of his negativity. I know what you mean. He was one mighty dark distraction, Lena said, searching through his wallet. Twelve hundred bucks. Excellent, that'll definitely help. Is his car still parked in the garage? Yeah, it is, but Mr. Lil Dick traded it for a muscle car. Great. What's this about him checking in with his bosses? Asked Lena. No, he said boss, not bosses, Amy said, finger on cheek, running through her memory. But either way, I've never heard of him mention a boss before, although he did receive a lot of text messages. At least we've exterminated one rotten rat, but we should probably get the hell out of here before the whole nest swarms in. You whores are as good as dead, Slick yelled, grabbing Amy's ankle, his head raised off the floor. Amy let out a blood-curdling scream and fired four more bullets into his horrid head, yelling with each shot. Die, you sick fuck! Lena and Amy watched in disbelief as his head fell back onto the floor, his hands falling from her ankles, fingers curling slowly closed like a dying spider's legs. Holy he bitch! Amy exclaimed, horrified. What a fucking procrastinator, Lena declared. Yeah, he always did tend to linger like a bad fart. Well, I reckon about now he's lingering in Satan's sauna. Amy smiled. His mama would be proud. Lena shook away the moment. We've got to get out of here. Is his phone on? It's got a security lock. What about his laptop? Yeah, that's locked too. 
Amy placed the pistol on the kitchen bench. It'll probably be in our favor if we destroy them in case they can be used to trace us. Or God knows what else. Good idea, Lena said. I'll cook them in the oven. Just, Just like, like his, his mama used, used to, to do. do, they said in unison, laughing and high-fiving each other. Actually, Amy said, it might be wiser to drop them in the water so we don't send out any smoke signals. Okay, Ames, sure. Let's grab some basics and then bounce. Where will we go? Let's figure that out when we're not here. Agreed, Amy said, opening the pantry, collecting some plastic carry bags and running off to collect a few clothes and toiletries. Lena filled the kitchen sink with water and dropped Slick's cell and laptop into it. Where's his car keys? She yelled. Amy ran back into the kitchen with their bagged necessities. They're on the keychain around his neck. She opened the fridge and grabbed some bottles of water. Lena hurried over to Slick's body, ripped the blood-soaked keys from his neck and gave them a quick wash in the sink of sunken junk. The escalating sound of skidding tyres entered the prison house. Amy and Lena ran to the mesh-covered window. Looking through the spy hole, they saw a brand new brown Ford sedan skidding to a halt on the wrong side of the road, directly in front of their house. The Ford's front doors flew open and two dark-suited, gun-toting men wearing scorched skin and neck braces exited the vehicle. Amy and Lena turned to each other and screamed a whispered, Holy shit! Welcome back to this week's Top 10 Songs. We just heard Louis Armpit's What a Wonderful World War. And before that was Gilligan's Eyeball at number 2 with River Deep Mountain Not As Deep. And coming up now it's You Have Just Reached the End of Chapter 22 with their hit song, Arrow. <laughs> 